Make Me Laugh. Welcome to Make Me Laugh, the comedy pod driven by listener submissions. Let's get right into it today with five things that Pete Z is against. Golf, social media, Burt's Bees lip balm, trolls, and unicorns. How can you be against unicorns, Pete? It's very simple, folks, because unicorns are currently not real. And that's about to change. Do you think if they genetically engineered a horse that they're not going to genetically produce uh, a horse with a horn on it? Well, that's ridiculous. Do you know how much demand there would be for live unicorns? What parent would not give their child a unicorn? Honestly, a live one, right? Jenny has a live one, Mama. Susie has one. It's not fair. Genetic engineering, I'm not making this stuff up, folks. Unicorns, they're coming. Real ones. That much demand is going to create a market. Very simple. So you might as well start building a little stable now. If you got a kid, trust me. Invest now in a stable. People don't fucking believe me. Now, fine, you don't have to believe me. You're going to end up with a fucking unicorn uh, living in your house, basically it's a horse. It's going to be shitting everywhere. That's right. I'm sorry. They haven't figured that part out yet. They got the horn and the, the sparkling mane. Yeah, they didn't probably have the seed money, invest money to address the waste issue. So you can take my advice and invest in a stable or else you're going to be buying. <laughs> you're going to be buying boots and a shovel. Five. The. Five. Five things to keep in mind if you are new here. Texas Roadhouse Edition. It says it's from Anonymous, but I know this is probably Prigende, if I had to guess. Number one, Texas Roadhouse 5. Never trust the wait staff at Texas Roadhouse. They are professionally trained to entice you into guzzling a bunch of beer and feeding you into a total stupor so that you blame yourself for the horrible experience and then come back to try it again. See, it's written as an exaggeration, but there's truth in it. Seriously, how many people do you know that go to these steakhouse places and you end up regretting it and then they end up coming back? You know, every few months they forget. You know, they start thinking how healthy they've been eating. I'm going to go treat myself to a, <laughs> some miserable steak meal. Number two, for your personal safety, Stay well to the right as you move about the restaurant floor. The average weight of a steakhouse customer is 300 pounds, and that's just the children aged three to seven. <laughs> see, that's, see, that's a good thing, is these steakhouse kids, they, but they, you know, they move really slowly, though, but they have that low center of gravity. Uh, so you got to be cautious. Third reason, as much as you might be tempted, don't fill up on the bread. Correct. They recycle the bread. You know, I did read this somewhere that restaurants do it, which blew my mind. You imagine you go out to dinner and you, they're basically giving you leftovers. It's off-putting if you look at the general clientele of the chain steakhouses, you know, food that was taken away from them is given to you. Ugh. Number four, don't be enticed by the boneless wings. That is most definitely rodent meat harvested from rats congregating behind the store in a dumpster. <laughs> that might be actually true. You ever see these uh, boneless wings? 
they basically have as much meat as like a drumstick. So the only cost feasible possibility of them serving this is it's a filet of a rat or it's actually like a chicken that's been pumped so full of steroids, you know, that it's like the size of an ostrich. No real chicken would have that much meat on it, on the wing anyway. Fifth and final reason, never under any pretense or circumstance order the bison hooves appetizer. <laughs> okay. I mean, okay, look, it's a free country. You want to go to the steakhouse, go. But after reading through this list, it actually makes me think and take pause here. I don't trust these places. You know, they give you like a big, you know, nice steak for 20 bucks. How do they do that? You know, probably they cut costs and some of the ways pointed out in the five. Think about it. It's not some magical formula. They're bulk purchases of probably questionable meat. You know, they use these slick advertisements. You know, hey, we're from Australia, mate, and we serve the best cuts of meat, right? It's the only thing that's remotely Australian about that steakhouse, the Outer Banks or uh, Outback, whatever the fuck they call it, is the actor's accent. You know, I said it before, don't be fooled by these commercials. Actors, scripted, produced, you know the deal. But Pete, maybe Make Me Laugh should be scripted. It is. It's scripted by you guys, the listeners. I just serve as a comedic vessel for your creative content. Quick break, right back. Mail, 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 mail. today from Chad Newman, who I know is, I assume, a fictional character. It says, Pete, dude, I know we have your email to send stuff in for the curation but as someone who actually has experience in online marketing, I can tell you, you need to be connecting with people on social media to build your brand. Grow your influence, man. You can do this, Pete. Let me know what you think. Chad Newman. Chad, I think I know who this really is, and it's not Chad Newman, okay? I'll text you later, Chad. Just say your name on these and stop creating these fake email accounts and dicking around, Chad, doing the dick dance. You know, that used to be a popular phrase is dick dance. I'll get to the email in a second. I honestly don't know the roots of the phrase dick dance. I think it had, you know, it was popular because it had the word dick in it and the alliteration, you know, made it, made it catch on. Probably makes me sound like a middle-aged man who's you know, struggles with understanding things like uh, chat GPT. But anyway, if dick dance is offensive to folks, please shoot me a note and uh, help me evolve from my primitive state. Anyway, Chad Newman wrote about social media, thinks I should be on there to build a make-me-laugh brand. How? Instagram? Twitter? Truth Social? What, <laughs> what do you want me to do? So I can sign up sponsors? You know, no thanks. I don't need some sponsor coming in here, uh, you know, and telling me to water down the content to align with some corporate code, you know, their idea of what they think is ethical. You know what the ethics are in these places? It has nothing, it's not ethical at all. It only involves not offending anyone at any time for any reason that may cause the loss of customers for a sponsor. It's pretty tough, shut up, to keep all your customers happy when everyone, you know, gets pissed off if you say anything, you know what I mean? You know, if I say like, I think people need to get a job, 
half the population will get pissed off. Or I think people should mind their own business and stop trying to impose their morals on others. There you go. There's the other half of the fucking population. Is anyone still even listening to this podcast? Look, if you want to do comedy, if you want to have satire, you got to have targets. It just is. And in my opinion, you should punch up, right? That's why we, on this show, we make fun of homeless people and, you know, people who had their whole town destroyed by some chemical spill. You see? <laughs> is that funny? Seriously, if you want to punch up, you want to really do it, you have to take on these corporate interests. You just do. You know? You listen to these other podcasts with these supposed satirists, and then you fucking, they're sponsored by Amazon, right? Okay, I'm going off topic here. Chad, I think it's much better to be part of something real. For example, there's an organization that I'm a member of, and I personally know all of the people. They do good stuff, charitable stuff. For example, they do like cleanups of local areas and parks and trails and shit like that. Now, have I gone to any of their events and cleanup uh, things? No. But that's not the point. You want me to hear curating comedy or risking my life on some, cleaning up some wooded trail? In point of fact, that makes me uh, remember, I recently heard a story about a woman who was out on a trail. Shut up. And um, she was attacked by a raccoon. Now, spoiler alert, if you look this up, the woman strangled the raccoon to death. But that's another thing to note. I have offered several true life anecdotes on the show where women have done things that many males I know wouldn't be able to accomplish. Why? Why is that? Because after all, I think men are, in general, simply larger humans than women. So why is it that these women are doing things like driving trucks, hiking, and killing fucking raccoons? I don't know. But one might surmise that women actually, more than men, have somehow over, you know, overcome the modern tendency to act like a little bitch in general. They apparently have overcome this while others, men, are, you know, watching reality shows or, you know, curating their social media profiles. So I guess the whole point is if you want to be a real person, man, woman, whatever, you need to go out into the wild and start doing things like strangling rabid raccoons with your bare hands. In any case, I am part of this group that I mentioned. I'm just on the email distro. But it's more satisfying than getting online and being part of a curated herd of fake stuff. But Pete, aren't you a curator? That's different. Stop trying to put me into a fucking box with your morals. Quick break right back. Pete Z sounds like. Pete Z sounds like this week coming in from comma colon semi. Parentheses, the big rig of punctuation. <laughs> I guess semi is a, a big rig. All right. Number one, Pete Z sounds like a golfer who just wrapped his seven iron around a tree and severely bruised his arm in the process. Parentheses, I would be standing in the fairway offering a polite golf clap as Pete collapses to his knees in anguish. <laughs> All right, full transparency. A lot of people messaged me, as you probably can hear. Um, I haven't played golf in many years. I just, I can't get into it. To be any good, you have to hit every day. It's expensive. 
And then you get these fucking golf etiquette snobs who act all high and mighty about what you wear and your manners and respect for the game. And it's, and then you look around and realize it, you know, what the fuck? This was basically the most racist game ever. <laughs> and you're trying to tell me how to act. You fucks, uh, you know, arguably it still is racist. Go look it up. The ringer has a great piece. B Bill Simmons, the ringer, um, has a great article. Don't take my word for it. Um, Anyway, it's not my thing, but let's move on. Number two, PZ sounds like a guy who is constantly trying to get you to share your streaming service account credentials with him. Pete, pound sand and get your own subscription. Okay, we keep coming back to this. It's all cyclical. Everyone thought they were sticking it to the man with the streaming, right? I only pay $10 a month. Yeah, and then you gradually realized that most of the stuff you want to watch is on four other streaming platforms. And at the end, you end up paying the same amount or more for all the content that you, you know, and then you watch like 3% of it at the end of it. Only now you got to flip between services and devices and menus. And you basically have to be a system admin to get to the content you want. And it's so fragmented and everyone's like, you know, wouldn't it be great wouldn't it be really great if I could just go to one place with one remote control to get all my content? That'd be so awesome. You know, and the mergers are going to start. They already are starting, to be honest. They're going to start bundling all the shit back together. And, and you know, people are going to be like, wow, you know, you have to get Fios or Infinite, uh, Infinity Max or whatever the fuck it's going to be called, you know? You're going to have to rebuild all your playlists, refine all your shows. And some of them are going to be gone. But, you know, oh, it's great. We only have one bill, Pete. You should try it. It's like, dude, it's the same exact shit from 2013, except now it costs, it's going to cost like 35% more. Because people, you know, are going to be so enamored with this shit that they're willing to pay extra. PZ sounds like the guy who thought Bluetooth was a movie about a wolf in Scandinavia. <laughs> Final PZ sounds like the guy that tries to film a YouTube video of himself repairing a treadmill and electrocutes himself. <laughs> At least Pete would finally get his heart rate up for a split second. <laughs> <laughs> exercise machines folks appliances they break it's a total conundrum with these exercise machines i know they're gonna break they do and i have to before i continue give a shout out to soul fitness because they stand behind the equipment they sent me a replacement belt and a deck for the treadmill no questions asked stand behind it i'll buy it again and never buy these extra warranty deals. It's 99% of the time it's a complete ripoff. I had a guy years ago that gave me some great advice about this. You know, when they try to push this, the salespeople, this extra warranty stuff, you know, you just say, well, I think the product, you know, is it supposed to be good? Because if the company didn't make it well, I'm not even going to buy the thing in the first place. You don't need to buy extra stuff, you know. So that kind of mindset he imparted upon me was very much appreciated and I actually center my life around it. That's right. I walk around, uh, if you can't tell, in basically a constant state of paranoia that everyone's trying to screw me over. It's a great way to live.
just walking around holding a can of pepper spray at the ready, wearing safety goggles. Yeah, yeah, that's my deal. Quick break, right back to finish. Okay, I had some very simple messages here today. One, get a stable now. Two, get ready for the rebundling of all streaming services. Three, don't buy the extra warranties. And four, beware of this steakhouse. If you got content you want to hear on the pod, you guys know how to reach me. If you got any pals and enjoy insane satire comedy stuff, share the show out with them. And as always, keep your forearms primed and ready. Over 40% of fatalities are simply caused by the atrophy of the forearm. Talk to you next week.